Welcome to New Covenant Life Ministries. This is Sagar Palani and today's topic is God has no favorites part 2. And we have David Stickensmith today uh, joining with us. Thanks Sagar, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, oh with the uh, idea of the God has no favorites. Uh what do you think, Dave? Do God does God has favorites? Yeah, that's a very very interesting topic and uh thought. I I think it's a thought in many people's minds that somehow God favors some people over over other people. And I think it originates a little bit from maybe the same temptation that Eve experienced in the garden of Eden. when uh Satan tempted Eve uh with the idea that God was withholding something good from her mm. and so i think this idea is is still present in most people's lives and uh even uh sometimes uh i've had cause to wonder is God favoring or not favoring me sometimes it's more an issue of God is not favoring me or blessing me like he is favoring and blessing somebody else. Yeah, uh we always see um God's favor is based on our behavior and acts and uh look at other people probably they are more righteous or more perfect that's why they're experiencing God's blessings. and uh, provision or healing or health but what does the bible say uh when we look at uh, romans chapter 4 25 it says who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification it is what jesus went through and what jesus did on the cross and our faith in his work is alone and sufficient for god's blessings and provision in our life it is the provision which which has already been provided through christ by grace now how do we overcome our insecurity rather than looking outside or inside our personality or or our behavior yeah then that's the key issue um in romans we are told that um abraham was it was reckoned to him as righteousness because of his faith so the the key i feel is that we we turn to jesus and look look to him uh since he's the one who paid for our sins and it's through him that we're delivered i think when when we're tempted to think of ourselves as being second class mm. um maybe even lower uh we should remind ourselves that we through christ we are all his children we're all his his sons and his daughters not through as you said our own righteousness but the righteousness of Christ which is sufficient 
and which is perfect. So it is the righteousness of Christ Jesus that we bear in our born again. That is our identity. And God has no favorites because he is not a respecter of person. That means he treats everybody the same. Then why some people are more blessed than others? Well, I I think there's maybe from my perspective there's maybe two ways to look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh one is that I believe we are as mortals and as people completely too enamored with our comforts in this world. And so uh we look at we look at things around us and we look at people around us and we think they have a more comfortable life, a more easy life than us. And therefore God is more in favor of them and has blessed them more. When in fact this life is temporary and this life is really not our real life we are are sealed and found in Christ in heaven our real home and in that place uh the blessings are are not going to be different we will be complete in Jesus everybody will be the same and so the reality is i feel that we are all the same with the same favor of god mm-hmm. we have all been blessed with forgiveness of sins mm-hmm. and been been blessed with eternal life nothing we've deserved but that is the greatest riches and that is the greatest wealth and that is what would comfort us and should comfort us uh not the material and blessings that we see that we think are better than than heaven sometimes there's also the other perspective as you mentioned uh for example many years ago somebody said oh why don't you pray uh god will heal you i was like oh uh, i don't think god will hear my prayer uh probably if you pray for me god will hear your prayer and he will heal me the we all, i always thought it's it's something special about other people that god is favoring them god is working them working in their life at that he hears them quicker than he hears and answers me um that was a lack of knowledge from my side that god won't do it for me because i see my uh weakness my failures and my past and but the scripture says we are redeemed i was also looking at the chapter colossians chapter 1 verse 13 he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son so that means we are everybody whoever believes in jesus we come under a same banner and into his kingdom um in his way of government and how things are done but many times it's the lack of knowledge how the government functions or the government of god the kingdom of god functions personally i did not operate in faith because of lack of knowledge god the scripture says 
he has provided for us through his grace. But we have to access it through faith, whether it's healing or provision, anything for this life. If it is not so, Jesus would have not uh, said in Mark chapter 11, ask. And also in John where Jesus is praying uh, in the garden of Gethsemane and he says, until now you are not asked, now ask so that your joy may be full. So there are some provisions not for material possession but the provision for the life on this earth to finish the work of the ministry. God always answers our prayer or answered our prayer but has to be accessed the provision which has been provided through faith. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the trust that we can put into what we know is true from the promises of Scripture uh, brings us to what we would call God's favor. And it's equal for every of one of his children. There is not one child that, uh, not, none of his children that he would favor greater over somebody else. And I think you bring up a good point uh, about the past. I, I think uh, we too often carry with us the guilt of our past life. And we are a new creation. We are a new person. Uh, God does not see our sins anymore. He sees us with the righteousness of Jesus inside of us. And, uh, but we, we don't live that way all the time. And we could. And that is one of the keys to living a life of victory and uh, of pleasing to him. Faith is what pleases him and trust. Yeah. Um, this... Uh if you looked at my car, the front, uh, I have a tag, blessed and highly favored. Mm-hmm. And um, I parked in front of the restaurant. Uh, oh, elderly gentleman walked out and he looked at my car and he said, I thought God has no favorites. You are right. God has no favorite. But he has favor. He has favor on all those who believe in him. It's a, it's a two different meaning. Yeah, and I and I think too. I think we in in our influence of the world mm-hmm. do not see the same the things the same way as God does in terms of blessing and favor. And so people look at like what that gentleman said. It's like, well, I I thought this and this, uh, but the you know the will of God. And the mind of Christ is such that uh, his favor rests on us constantly. Mm. And there's not a single time that he looks at us and says, "Uh, you did that again? I thought we were past that, you know. Um, But he's a good father. And his favor rests on every one of us, everyone that names his name in faith. Amen. Uh, with that thought, 
do you have any favorites among your children <laughs> <laughs> i've been asked that by my my children before <laughs> um no i don't yeah. honestly i i don't um although it's easy to see how that could develop mm. but uh I think when you have children and you see them grow and develop, you appreciate each of them for the gifts that they have and the talents that they have. And you recognize that they're different. And I recognize that God is the one who has given me uh, my children. He's the one who has given them their personality, their talents and their gifts. Uh, it is my job and my work to love what God has done. And he's entrusted me to with a stewardship to raise them. And, um, and so, yeah, you know, I think looking at each of them, there is no favorite. There is no favorite. Yeah. Um, just with thinking about that is um, people think, oh, before I was an unbeliever, and now I'm a believer, and now God loves me more than before I was saved. But the scripture doesn't talk about it. Mm. It's, it's love for us is same. Even when scripture says, even when we were sinners, God loved us so much that he sent his son to die for us. So the love, we never going to be loved more when we go to heaven. As he loves us now, it's just, it's the same. Everything about him doesn't change or because of the time. Time is, we think, in, in, in our mind. But God doesn't work in time. He's beyond time. For him, is the same yesterday, today and forever. So, uh, so is the pro when it comes to accessing Him, what we need on this earth, whether it's a physical, spiritual, or financial. We, we need to talk about these things. Sometimes we make gospel and the teachings of Jesus as something, as a sainthood. That we give up everything, we live generously. Of course, we live generously, but you can't be generous when you are broken. <laughs> you are broke. So, the reflection of God of being generous is because He has blessed us. Um, yeah, in that area, we, we do. Uh, personally, I've, I recently I was kind of studying more on this. We do need to talk about the health. Because we are Christian, oh, we need to suffer, yeah, but not because sickness. There, there is troubles in this world, but behold, I have overcome this world. And uh, sickness, Jesus took my sickness and bore my disease. And by his wounds, I was healed. If I was healed, why am I carrying it now? That means it has been pro the healing has been provided by his grace. I have to appropriate what has been provided 
through faith i need to walk in faith by believing as the word of god is true and accessing it so he has no favorites um so many stories in the new testament uh, gospels nowhere jesus showed favoritism mm. whether there is a jew or a gentile whether any any kind of sickness people have come forward people are people always say oh if it is god's will he will heal me of course it is god's will that's why he sent jesus people are waiting for god's will whether to receive it or not whether to take the step or not well of course we say let it be done according to god's will that we know according to god's will when we study the bible very very true his 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 ministry of healing while on earth and his uh casting out of demons and providing for people is what he still does today no different I had a very interesting conversation yesterday with uh, one of my uh, friend uh, a muslim friend every time we i uh, asked some spiritual questions and he was asking uh, why there is no um miracles happening now it was or happened in the olden days and one of the top miracle he mentioned about uh, splitting the red sea and um great let's talk about it <laughs> he opened up the um with that question i was like I, I, the what is the purpose behind the miracle <laughs> it's not about god can do it of course he can do it but the, what's the point of doing it satan came and tempted jesus if you are son of god turn this rock or a stone into bread he would have turned the whole mountain into a loaf of bread mm-hmm. and uh uh run down a butter but he did not what is the point what is the purpose behind it he never tried to prove himself mm-hmm. <laughs> he never tried to prove himself he is god that's why the people come and ask him if you are really the messiah show us the sign are you if you are the some god show us the sign and jesus said only for evil doers mm-hmm. <laughs> the signs and wonders of yeah yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are good points. Yeah. You have to look at you have to look at those things with the eyes of faith. Mm-hmm. And um it's difficult for people who have not believed in Jesus to look at uh things in the world and to look at the scriptures mm-hmm. with faith. They constantly question and doubt. Um not so for us yes can you do the miracle now i'd rather walk in blessing yeah somebody else have the miracle <laughs> the miracles are like god i want it right now i am in trouble mm. blessing there is no trouble yeah somebody else have the miracles i i'll walk in blessings yeah yeah well even moses had to wait for all the plagues i mean there was a purpose behind it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there were there was a reason um god could have instantly just transferred them all to some place but 
his purpose was greater. Yeah. One of the story I was uh, thinking about is from the Luke chapter 8:43. Luke writes about the woman with a blood issue comes behind Jesus in the crowd. And first of all, she's not supposed to be in the crowd. Um she's unclean according to the uh Jewish law or the Old Testament law. In basically she's touching everybody in the in the crowd. And um uh, and touching Jesus the rabbi the teacher is a punishable act but her faith they through grace the healing has has been provided through Jesus but she can only access by faith and an act of faith if you heard the message of many times i heard the message of Jesus healed the woman with the blood issue but Jesus doesn't doesn't claim that what do you think Yeah, I mean he's he's really clear. Your faith has healed you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and there were there were many many people touching him. She wasn't the only one. And the disciples even said that, you know, master, you know, there's so many people around touching you. How can you say who has touched me? Only one touched him with faith and she was healed. Amen. Yeah, looking at this even this is this great story that God has no favorites. Anybody can come and drink the living water. Anyway. There's no there's no restrictions. There's no restrictions. No, not not like there was in Jesus day. I mean they they were the restrictions were many and and Jesus so infuriated him that there were so many restrictions placed on people. that kept them from experiencing God's grace and his love. Mm. And he fought against that and taught against that. Uh So it's a and people like that woman who like you said was unclean and could be punished for even being in that public place. That was a restriction. But her her faith brought her to Jesus. even when we continue to read that uh, verse uh verse uh, 48 after Jesus realized the power God gone out of him and he turned around and asked who and and she came forward and she told the story i wonder how long it took to tell the whole story <laughs> and people were listening and uh, 48 verse 48 it says and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace we make it faith is something supernatural special only for the super disciples or the preachers we have seen preachers or teachers or evangelists operating in faith because they appropriated the word of god into their life and acted in faith and we see the result and we say oh wow this should be something special god chose them god has chose ever like god chose every one of us he transferred us from the domain of darkness and into the kingdom of his beloved son because we put our faith in jesus now how do we as we as we study this uh, scripture god has no favorites great now how do i access this provision or the health or the prayers to be answered what is faith how do we grow in faith yeah that is a 
That is a good question. Um, thinking about that woman with the, the, the flow of blood, she had in her mind, all she needed to do was touch the hem of his garment. Some people would look at, at that and say, well, that's really small faith. Or some people look at it and say it's really great faith. I look at it and think she trusted that this would happen. And I think when I think about faith and appropriating it in the right way, I think of trust. Um, you know, Jesus didn't even know she was there. And... Um, Probably most people didn't notice her either. I mean, she should not have been there, like you said. She, she probably was very careful, probably very sneaky, to just touch the hem of his garment. And but that was, that was all it took. It wasn't something great. It's like it's a great. It's really important what you said. It's, people think you have to have a really great storehouse of faith. It's just trust. And that that was, was what she had, and that's what activated and got her healed, that simple trust. Amen. Looking at the scripture in uh, Matthew 9, 20, of the same uh, story of the woman with the blood issue, um, and the woman who had an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the border of the garment for she said within herself for she said within herself if I if I do but touch his garment I shall be made whole she said to herself she believed what did she say to herself probably she heard the story of Jesus healing many people and she heard about more stories of friends coming and telling you know what I'm healed. My uh, arm grew. <laughs> my leg grew. My, I'm a, I was blind. And now I can see. All those statements brought faith. As the scripture says, faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. And she was hearing the stories of Jesus. She was hearing the stories of Jesus. So... Yeah, as she was hearing, the stories of Jesus brought faith and the faith made her to act upon what she heard. The words of God brings faith. You know, Romans 10, 10 17 says, faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. For every person, every individual to walk, to access God's provision, obstacle people uh, face, that is, they don't see that word. It's a past tense. It has been provided. It has been the moment we prayed, it has been provided. Now, by faith, you have spoken it. Now, by faith, access it. How are we going to do that? By believing it came to pass. You know, one thing happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, cold season, kids get sick, cold, runny nose and stuff. Every time, every time um, they cough or runny nose, I see. I said to myself, I took my sickness and bore my disease and by his wounds. My sons are healed and I am healed. Everybody getting sick and I, I, I was standing on the word. 
the healing has been provided now i need to appropriate according to the word of god which is true but my brain my mind need to overcome unbelief so i had to i had to keep saying it finally my both of my son uh the cold and cough uh, terrible but me no I, i i don't get cold and cough i said to myself i will never get sick because jesus took my sickness and disease and by his wounds i was healed even if it shows up i will tell to it I, I, you it's not possible no thank you <laughs> you're too polite <laughs> but i think i i think it i think back to that woman who in her heart said if i just touch his garment i'll be healed and then she acted on that she knew that that would happen and she knew that jesus would do that and it did amen amen this uh, as the scripture says we started with god has no favorites mm-hmm. by say uh, by reading colossians chapter 113 he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son in us beloved son's kingdom there is no sickness and there is no lack there is no poverty if the devil shows up and he tempts us the jesus gave us the scripture to stand on the faith word to stand on resist the devil before that he says submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you he is always running from me i don't know about others he is always running from me <laughs> because i submit to god according to the word of god he shall flee from me so applying the word of god that god has no better child who behaves better than me <laughs> because his love is same for, for everybody he is pleased with everyone i agree and i i think living in that truth um will provide for us the grounds to move forward by faith and i i think what you mentioned you're good at sagar you're good at bringing god's word into your life and trusting in it and one of the keys is knowing god's word is hearing him through his word many many times in my life i have been discouraged and down and i spend time with my bible open and reading doesn't matter where he always lifts me up he always lifts me up and the problems start to get solved god can answer anybody's prayer and he has answered many of your prayers it's time to access what has been what is yours through faith by believing your prayer has come to pass do you have a scripture for that yeah if he hears our prayers that means he will answer our prayers the scripture says in uh, 1 john 5:14 um this is the kind of confidence we have in approaching god that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us 
That means he always hears us. If he hears us, he always answers us. And this is the confidence. And God will hear your prayer. There may be a time gap before you see the evidence, physical evidence, but your prayer has been answered. So now it's time to shout and praise God that your prayer has been answered and tell the world. Hallelujah, for sure. <laughs> Confidence. Confidence. Yes, God has no favorites. Part two. Hope you enjoyed this message. God loves you. We love you. And Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen.